Your Excellency, President of the Union of Comoros, Mr. Azar Asoman, also Chairperson of the African Union, Honorable Chief Fortune Charubira, President of the Pan-African Parliament, Honorable Speakers of the various African National Parliaments, Honorable Members of the Pan-African Parliament, <laughs> Honorable Members of the European Parliament, Your Excellencies, Members of the African, Dip of the African Diplomatic Corps, all distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, I am honored to welcome you to South Africa on behalf of government and the people of South Africa. I want to especially acknowledge the presence of the President of the Comoros, His Excellency President Asman, current chairperson of the African Union. Honorable President, distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, the Pan-African Parliament has extensive and impressive agenda which seeks to address common challenges across the African continent. Allow me to present my remarks on a few agenda issues. It is fitting that the PAP will host a summit on climate change and equity, particularly in view of the devastating floods in various countries, as well as extreme droughts, which have displaced people in different parts of the continent, leading to most people losing their livelihood, including women who bear the brunt of negative impact of climate change. <laughs> These compound and ongoing challenges of inadequate food and hunger occasionally by the geopolitics. While some progress has been made, especially for developing countries with the agreement on new loss and damage fund during the 27th conference of the parties COP27 held in Egypt last year, which establishes a precedent of climate justice. However, more work needs to be done in operationalizing the fund and establishing the adaptation goals. At a continental level, we need to focus on the implementation of the African Union Climate Change and Resilient Development Strategy and Action Plan 2022-2023. We therefore hope that the PAP will continue its robust discussions on the report of the 27th Conference of Parties held in Egypt to continue building on the gain made and contribute to a common African position on these issues. The Climate Change Model Law is also a work contribution to the arsenal of tools at the disposal of member states to address climate change, especially adaptation and mitigation, as well as just transition. Africa has the expertise through its universities and research institutions to assist and contribute in these endeavors. The South African government is especially encouraged 
by the deliberation of the PAP on the implementation of the African Continental Free Trade Area and its specific focus on the significant role that the Pan-African parliamentarians could play in its acceleration. You may recall that during the summit held on the 19th to 20th February this year, the head of state adopted three protocols to the agreement establishing the African Continental Free Trade Area, namely on competition policy, investment facilitate, the ratification of this protocol so that they may be integrated into national legislation, thus provide a legal basis on underpinning an active single market for Africa and meaningful market access across the ASFTA for the private sector, especially the SMMEs led by women and young entrepreneurs. It is also encouraging to witness the other initiatives undertaken by the different formations in our continent, such as the Women and Youth in Trade, ACFTA conference hosted in Dar es Salaam in September 2022, and the Business Forum hosted in Cape Town on the 16th of March 2023. Much remains to be done to address the infrastructure challenges, the inadequate freight and logistics at the borders to facilitate the free movement of goods, an issue that has been an impediment to intra-Africa trade. We also need to eliminate barriers to trade. The movement of people across borders is another challenge that we need to address as it impacts on countries at different levels. Some countries have to deal with a huge influx of economic migrants in an irregular situation as well as refugees while others have large numbers of displaced persons. Most countries have policies in place as well as population registers which are effective while some are still struggling to establishing effective population registration systems. It is also important that our countries can create decent jobs for our youth to stem the flow of migrants across the Atlantic Ocean where huge numbers continue to perish. Another important issue on your agenda, Mr. President, is the modern law on gender equity. Much as progress has been registered, particularly in ensuring the participation of women in decision-making, in ensuring access to finance, a lot remains to be done. We therefore welcome this initiative, which will hopefully align with the strengthening of the African Union strategy on gender equity and women's empowerment to eliminate constraints hindering gender equality and women empowerment so that women, girls, women and girls may participate fully in economic, political and social endeavors. Mr. President, we look forward to the outcome of the workshop on access to information digital rights with, with the Internet Governance Forum, as well as proposal on how to integrate traditional medicine 
in African health system. Finally, I wish to reiterate on behalf of the government of South Africa, the government's commitment to provide all the necessary support to facilitate the work of the Pan-African Parliament. With this word, I would like to welcome all of you in South Africa and feel at home. Of course, you have brought cold. Thank you very much.